it's eleven o two. So gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. They got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from Hilltop Pub and Grill in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now welcome to the new age. To the new age. I'm radioactive. Nice, Martin. That's great. Good intro. We're off to a flying start here in season four. And uh, we've got a big show. Uh, let's not, uh, let's, let's make sure we say right off the bat that the Winner of the big tank top contest. Whoa, I thought the... we were doing it at the end. The... I don't want you to spill your cabbage oh. right now. We're announcing the winner at the end. I said the winner will be announced ex- at the end. Okay. But you entered in, you know, whatevered me. So, whatever. Well, All right. Welcome to season four. Hitch your wagon to our stars. And even if you fall off, you'll fall into the sun. So we have an exciting new segment uh, that we're ready to unveil right now. And it actually, um, it allows us to expand our Duke of Pipso universe just a little bit. Uh, We've got some um, esteemed, uh, you know, guests that we're going to have come at the beginning of each show. And uh, uh, they are uh, two uh, experts uh, that we're going to, you know, start off every show with uh, asking them for their analysis, news analysis of some events from the previous week. So we uh, we should introduce some, Martin. Uh, this new segment is called Revisionist News, and it's with Dr. Papster and Coach Popteen. Um, we call him Doc P and Big P for short, and this, you can too. This is right. Thank you. I am Dr. Papster. Uh, you call me Doc P. Hey, everybody. It's Coach P here. Hey, you call Co- me Coach or Coach P. Hey, That's Coach- it. Coach P, how are you? I'm Matt. Doing extremely well. How are right. you? G- great. I, I feel just sort of more invigorated just hearing the tone of your voice. You're welcome. Yes, uh, I like your voice too, Coach. Uh, you, you're a good one. Okay. Doesn't so, sound like you played football, son. Oh, of course, we all played it where I came from. No, I mean, American football, not, you know, that Ted Lasso fancy lad stuff. Oh, American football. You mean, oh, yes. Uh, we move on. All right, Marty, so let's move on. Uh, so Coach P, or Big P, uh, as I like to call you because, you know, you're big. Uh, in, That's a lot right. of, in a lot of ways. Um, so, you know. My wife doesn't complain. <laughs> all right. 
So let's talk about uh, some a big news story. There was, you know, a lot of news, but I think we can all agree the biggest news story from this previous week was about Spencer Eldon. Uh, Martin, nice you know, name. Uh, Coach P, you're getting a little bit ahead of the game. Uh, would you mind? Yeah, seriously, Coach. Um, so, Dr. Papster, we're going to start off with you. Now, as you know, Spencer Eldon, you may not know his name, but he was on the cover of the big breakthrough Nirvana album. He was a baby uh, floating in a pool, photographed nude, and now apparently he is suing uh, Nirvana, or at least what's left of the Nirvana state. I'm curious from your professional background if you, you know, have any insight into this. Well, yes, of course. This one, I could see this one coming from, uh, well, I wrote a uh, thesis on this one. So what it is, is uh, this uh, Spencer Eldon, so he did not approach his life as a heroic quest. And when the, uh, the opportunity to go on this heroic quest became a reality, he turned it down. And, I, you know, we, we in the business, we saw this coming years ago, and he is bitter. I think the coach can agree on this one. Well, I, I'd say this. When you're out on the football field, you're a man. I don't care if you're four years old. I don't care if you're 10 months old. I don't care if you're 75 years old. You have to take responsibility for your actions and you have to take credit or own up to your mistakes. And this can is I, just more victim culture here. Big P, can I just check in with you real quick? So I, you say football. Now, you know, I was not a swimmer, and I'll tell you why. I didn't play football either. Oh, me neither. But uh, what I did do is I saw people play those sports. Swimming, I believe, is way more intense so let's just, you know, that's just a point of order there. I'd like to, you know, throw that out there. But um, well, let so, me just chime in here real quick. You don't see, you know, an eight-year-old in the swimming pool get out of the pool after disgraceful loss and getting hit in the mouth by his coach. That happens on the football field. You know, where, where I'm from, excuse me, everybody, but where I grew up, you were considered more manly if you were to swim nude, you know, because... If you're not afraid of the way you look, you show real uh, bravery and confidence. Well, Dr. Paps or Martin here, um, that's pretty much an exact parallel to the Nirvana cover baby controversy. That's amazing. Martin, that's, yes. Dr. P, was that not what you meant? Well, you know, yes, I did. But uh, Martin, you know, he... His mind is, uh, it's like a bird that uh, you open the cage and the bird uh, slams the cage door shut immediately and uh, doesn't leave. I mean, I don't know about birds. I'd say, you know, like a dog, like a German shepherd. Maybe you could take it hunting birds. Um, I think obviously if this kid was taking hunting a couple times, maybe got hit in the mouth by a linebacker. Straighten them out right away. Well, this has been a great segment. Um, 
I think that, you know, this is this kind of analysis, this kind of, you know, people speaking from authority and experience is really an exciting new uh, part of the show. So, Martin, uh, let's let's thank our, our guests and let's be sure that they know that we're going to check in on them next week so that they can uh, help us with the, the latest news because there'll be more news. Thanks, Big P. You gave us a lot to think about. Thanks, Doc P. Over and out. You're welcome. Uh, See you in the coffee shop. Wow, where'd we dig up those two? (laughs) I don't know. That was that temp agency that uh, that, uh, intern Michael was working with. It's about the only thing he did right. They were great. They were. Especially liked Coach P. Yeah, you know, you need someone to just, you know, talk straight to you, you know. And yeah, uh, but you know, but then you also need someone to try to read between the lines a little bit. So anyway, I think it's who time. knows. Yeah, there's no way to know, actually. It's unknowable. I think we should move on. Uh, we want to oh, get going okay. on the yeah, the topic at hand here, which for this week is secrets. Now, um, Martin, you know, I don't tell a lot of secrets or keep a lot of secrets around you uh, because you're infamously someone that cannot keep a secret. Well, let me tell you about secrets, Matt. Okay. It's a, 19, it's a 2017 drama. So it checks in at one hour and 57 minutes. This is pretty enticing. When a successful married businessman has an appetite larger than what's on his plate, Chaos erupts. Okay. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, I think, and it's directed by Juwan Lee. Yep. And the actors are pretty much all unknowns, but I'm sure it's great. Okay. Great. So should we move on to Horizon Hazaz now? Yep. Or yep. All right, good one. All right, Martin, come on. Yes. We we're not just going to talk about the movie secrets. There's must be a thousand different books and movies with that name. We're talking about the actual concept of a secret. Like I was just messing I'm going with to you. Tell you it, I'm going to tell you a secret right now. Oh, okay. If you do that again, if you do that again, I'm going to send a shockwave through the internet to zap you at your. You can do that. Your microphone stand. I yes. know what we're talking about. Don't tell anyone. A secret is an object that contains a small amount of sensitive data, such as a password or token or a key. Such information might otherwise be put in a pod specification or in a container image. Using a secret means that you don't need to include confidential data in your application code. Martin, that is the IT definition, I presume. It's from kubernetes.io. Okay, so, all right, so this this explains a lot, actually, that you actually don't, you actually don't understand the concept of a secret, but, so, like, Iran-Contra, okay? Yes. Right? You know what I'm talking about. So, Oliver North, he was just keeping a secret. He was not lying or cheating or doing anything else. He was the secret just, that he was keeping was that he was breaking the law. Right. 
And right. what we know about secrets is if you have any integrity, then you keep them, right? Unless someone or, might get hurt, but you know, they might I'd kill themselves. Someone you might know is like, Mar- I mean, Martin, I mean, someone might be like to this person and be like, don't tell anybody this. Then in your mind, you're like, oh, this is something people are really going to want to know. And then you tell everybody. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think that's, well, okay, so, so how is that a secret? Why even have a secret? It's not, it, what's the point of having a secret if, if anyone you tell it to can just choose on their own whether or not to say, tell it to other people? That doesn't, that's I'm the conf- thing. I'm- I'm confused already by what you just said there. Like, if I tell it to somebody and you don't want the other person to tell it back to you, but you're afraid they're going to tell it to a third person, then it's a secret, so don't tell it? No. Okay. I have a secret. Okay. What is it? I left, I hid a $100 bill uh, inside of uh, your daughter's um, uh, golf bag that you asked me to pick up. Which and pocket what, is it in? I'm not. I'm not going to tell you, because you're you're gonna you're gonna either just you're gonna go take it, or well, yeah, you're gonna it's tell, or you're, yeah, or you're gonna tell Lily, and it will ruin the surprise. Because what you didn't let me say was, it's going to be a surprise. I'm gonna. You're gonna tell me when you know she has a good golf, or actually, you're gonna tell me when she has a bad golf game. And then I'm going to send her a real nice text message and be like, check under your X. I won't say it because I don't want you to. It's in her golf bag, though. Well, you know. Tell me if, it, tell me if I, I'm getting possibly. hot or cold. It's, Is it in one of the pockets? It's theoretic. On the, it's on just the upper part in of theory. the golf bag. Hot or cold? It's cold. Okay. So it's in the lower region. Nope. That's also cold. All right, so never mind. Just forget it. Is there anything you want to say about about secrets? I my point was that you know, uh, a secret when you're a kid it seems like a cool thing, and then as you get older it's like oh well don't if you're keeping a secret then you're like lying on your taxes or like trying yes. to like get your the priest at your church arrested or Is something. Is anybody looking for an all inclusive resort getaway? No. Maybe consider secrets, secrets Puerto Los Cabos. Huh. Here's a review. Overall, the property and service were awesome. The food was absolutely terrible. Plan to leave the hotel for dinner if you actually want to enjoy your meal and have something you can actually eat. We also had super loud people next to us and had to move room multiple times due to noise. It felt more like spring break than couples looking to relax will not be returning. So I'd say it's great if you're going on spring break. That Staff, sounds... Anybody else? Michael? Probably that, for you. That sounds suspiciously similar to a review that I wrote anonymously about when you and I uh, went to... Uh, oh, we, where did we go? We never travel anywhere together. Never mind. I must have made that up or dreamed it. Well, I have a review that I wrote anonymously about this podcast, this very episode. Okay. This well, was the it's most... a secret. You don't tell anyone. You what? Can't. You can't tell anyone it's a secret. 
No, I'm telling you, and then you can't tell anybody. Okay, but everyone can hear it. All this the was the most ill-conceived podcast ever in the history of Duke of Pipso, where every episode is ill-conceived. Okay. Matt's double talk and backwards language were confusing and frustrating. Would not recommend. How many stars are you going to give me? Or the episode? You'll give it two and a half and they'll all be devoted to you. Well, no, I gave it two separate. I gave Matt a zero out of five and I gave myself a five out of five. Okay. Well... It makes sense. Overall, just, I mean, that's, anyway, great topic, though. Yep. Well, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we're off to a flying start here. Maybe we should uh, transition over to hurrahs and huzzahs. Okay. So my hurrah this week, you sort of forget about this, um, but it just happened. Want to give a big hurrah to the Little League team from Michigan who just won the Little League World Series. Congratulations. Um, Jackson Surma was the big star of the game. He drove in four runs, and Ethan Van Bell struck out eight. And Michigan beat Ohio five to two to take home the championship. So, congratulations. I'm sure everybody knows it was the first title for Michigan since 1959. That's back when Hamtramck National Little League won it all. And, you know, as manager Rick Thorning said, we're just excited we're mentioned with them. To be in that group and say that a team from Michigan won still doesn't sound right when you say it. So congratulations. Seriously, it's, you know, Reminds you that people actually really like baseball just because it's a great game. And congratulations. Wow. That was awesome. Thank you. Um, That your, your (laughs) hammer to put to Patramica. Well, you, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, Also that's that Surma. So yeah. there was a there was a restaurant that we uh, that my grandmother used to love to go to, that was at 175th and Western Avenue, on That's the south side, in Homewood. It was called Surma's. Anyway, my dad did not like it, and one of his all-time famous cracks that we remember him saying was that he thought he saw a beak in the in the chicken that he ordered. And, Maybe uh, he ordered it with extra beak. Well, I don't think he did, but oh. anyway. Okay. Uh, but it, it was quite the place uh, back in the old days. Sounds like it. Surmas. Um, anyway, um, my huzzah. So, you know, I just, I feel like everyone's gotten a little bit, a little bit sensitive to the fact that I give a lot of huzzahs to Martin. So in response, yeah, you mean hurrahs? No, sorry, hurrahs are the bad one. Yeah, so I'm res- a little sensitive to that too. In response to that, I just you know I want to this time I want to give a huzzah to you because um, at the beginning of the show, so we had this new bit that we were talking about doing, and then we were debating which ones we should do, and then I said, um, you know, I had anyway. 
we basically decided to go with the one. And then Martin said, well, it's a good thing we didn't do the other one because I was going to do this. And I felt like he kind of gave up. And that by telling me what he was going to do, that I couldn't, we couldn't then do it. And we had to do the other one. And I just, you know, this far into the podcast, it's the beginning of season four. I really feel like we we need to be, you know, more cohesive and we need to speak with more of a united voice as the Duke of Pipso. People are starting to ask, well, who's the Duke of Pipso? You, Martin, and the Duke of how Pipso are we ever going to answer? Hearts. Yes, yes. That's the, people need to know that. Yeah. Like yes. they know anything. Like they like know they that, know that no the sun. sun is hot. Yes. And bright. And if you don't know that by now, I just feel sorry for you. Okay. And you I know, feel sorry for you, Matt, because every week it's like, hurrah to somebody, huzzah to Martin, you know? And let me tell you another story. It's a famous fable. Goldilocks, well, you know, she went to the macaroni and cheese factory and she found out how macaroni and cheese was made and then she never wanted to eat it again. That's the same thing that you just did with our podcast. All right. So, okay, I'm going to do what uh, this new skill that I've learned, which is acceptance and gratefulness. And I'm going to actually, I'm going to change my huzzah to a hurrah because of how vigorously you defended yourself and how eloquently you spoke and with such a persuasive voice about the, the meaning of Duke of Pipso and how it really, it grabs you deep down inside and it never lets go of you. So thank you never for that. Never let go. I won't. Well, well, all right. That was clearly our best episode ever. Um, yep. So as promised... We are going to announce the winner of season three's Duke of Tip- Pipso tank top contest. Uh huh. That's a real tongue twister. Yeah, Duke of Tips. That's a different podcast we might be starting. I don't want to give too much away, but maybe. Yeah. Just okay. it's about tips. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, feel free to announce the big winner. So, you know, the cream rises to the top when you're in this business. I'll tell you that much, Martin. And we've had a lot of great guests. We've had some big stars. We've had some, you know, experts. Uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're growing and expanding. Um, and it's just nice that, that you, can, you can go back to the, to the people that got you where you are. And I just want to say that the winner, I think, very clearly of this contest, and we had some great things submitted and we, you know, we can share them on our Twitter account or not. I don't know what the copyrights are. But anyway, the winner of this one is none, none other than the, the man himself, Jack Albright of Zionsville, Indiana. He, so- he submitted a, an amazing sort of stick figure um, portraits of Martin and I. I... Just look, I look like this frail, bald man with a giant nose. and just It's like almost like a beak. It is stalks, big. Stalks of like just the, 
most pathetic looking hairs sticking out of my head. Like, why even bother? Like some kind Your of... Your ears are almost like the curved ends of a giant soft pretzel. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, if you can't laugh at yourself, you're no, you're not funny. And so, you know, I insist on laughing at this caricature of me. And I did think it was funny, by the way. I laughed at it because I just, yeah, I don't, it's much funnier to see that than anything I could imagine. And so sorry, everybody else, but Jack Albright ate your lunch once again. So, uh, you know, that's exciting news. And just in time for summer, the warm weather, of course. So this drawing is going to get Jack noticed, I'll tell you that much. Well, it's a good thing. As an East Coaster, that's great to wear to the beach. So I know he'll, it's almost beach time. Yeah, So Jack, especially check, in Indiana. Check your mailbox. Um, you know, I'd say every day, like six, seven times, like three times between like midnight and 4 a.m. or get your dad to do it. But it's on the way. I mean, we haven't officially sent it yet, but we will. Yep. And just congratulations. I can't believe it. It's so good. And, you know, everyone down there in Nap City, you know, uh, you know, quit shucking corn for a couple minutes and take a look around and, and you'll see these uh, beautiful tank tops around and the design, you know, this is somebody who's an up and comer. Big time. Well, I think that's it, folks. We'll see yep. you next time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.